welcome to Modern Babylon. This is Cultural Contrarian. I apologize. I've been remiss in uh, keeping my podcast up to date. And for those that are involved with me and have some level of visibility on social media, that I am on limited distribution for sure. And that limited distribution is getting choked down because social media shenanigans is exactly that. It is shenanigans. Um, it is a world of people that think they know something that unfortunately is false. And I live in the world of objective, objective knowable truth. And um, I'm just going to go out and, and say this right now. People may not like hearing it, and it, it's a bitter pill. There, there is a meme on social media called Angry Karens and Darens, and it, it floods TikTok. It floods Facebook and Twitter. It's just when people are out of control in public, the public sees it, and some of the public records it. And when you step out into the public square, nobody is pulling your puppet string. There's no puppet master out there that is pushing some button to trigger some emotional response. See, we, we believe that by saying we can push people's buttons, no, that's, that's, that's an illusion. It's what degree does a person have coping mechanisms coping skills to resist reacting to a stimuli whatever the stimuli is we have a response and most of the time it's an impulsive one and when you act impulsively regardless of the degree of control or the language you use in the public square you're you have chosen to step on top of the stage you're on a soapbox and you're making a spectacle of yourselves. And that is who you are. In that moment, that is a true representation of who you are as an individual, that you're acknowledging, I allowed somebody to push my button based upon something that was put on a sign, that was worn on a shirt, it was coming out over loudspeakers, or it came out of somebody's mouth. And you chose to insert yourself responsively to what you heard and got triggered and when you're triggered in the public square you are captured on video cameras on security cameras and anybody that's got a smartphone and turns it on and puts you on you and the, the first amendment free press gives everyone the ability to capture anything they want in, in plain view and put it anywhere that they like so all those Karen and Darren videos that are out there on the internet, look at Cartnarks on YouTube. This guy goes around shopping centers and has a little safety vest on and he's got those airplane traffic control flashlights and he makes funny siren noises. When somebody comes out of a grocery store and doesn't return the cart to the, the cart stall, and they leave it in a parking spot and the carts get blown by the wind and bang into someone else's car. And people will always say, well, they pay people to do that. Yeah, they do pay people to do that. And that cost is borne in the price of the food that you're buying at that store. So don't bitch about the pricing of the food going up when you're a part of this problem that, oh, I'll, I have no problem paying more because we need people to put carts back because we don't have the discipline to put them back ourselves. 
that's a whole psychology experiment unto itself. It's called sharp, sharp shopping cart psychology. But anyway, and he records these people and he puts them up on his channel and says, look at these people. And he puts decals on their cars. There's no expectation of privacy in public. And wherever you wind up in public, you own it. You own it. Stand tall, stand firm. This is who I am. Warts and all. Own it. But some people are offended by their embarrassing behavior put online. They don't like it. And I understand why they don't like it. They're embarrassed by what they did now being presented to whatever amount of eyeballs are going to see it. Well, part of that shenanigans hit me and I have no duty to, to take down people's behavior. Evans, if you're willing to do it in public, you're willing to do it before whoever sees it. And somebody was, I don't know, whiplashed about that. And I, I interceded and tried to be reasonable and I blurred out the image and then I put an emoji on it and this person was making all these horrendous step threats and I'm like, do, do what you're going to do. Go file your, your fraudulent DMCA takedown notice and try to get that video removed. I, I honestly don't care. If you lie and try to claim something that isn't true, that's what the courts are for and we'll deal with it through the legal proceedings. But that's got no impact over me. That video is on social, but it's on channels that nobody even knows about. So sorry, sorry. That was a rabbit hole I didn't mean to go down. I apologize. But in my advocacy and in some of the things I talk about on this channel, people are seeing that uh, or hearing that I'm advocating for parents in a particular school district and standing on the constitutional rights that we all have. And it looks foreign to people. And I was at a, a public venue at a school board meeting, and I was simply trying to read something into the record to the school board, and they were asserting policy claims that I don't have the right or standing to speak in the school, which is all unlawful. That's demonstrating prior restraint to silence my speech, which there is free speech in our country, and I'm not obligated to abide by policy. You could have a policy that says I must wear flip-flops or a a rainbow-colored tie. I, I have no obligation to follow policy. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I follow laws. So I, I stood firm. I stood firm, and, and that video is... I'll, I'll link that video in the, the liner notes of this broadcast so you can see how I conducted myself in the face of an unlawful school board and unlawful police law enforcement, state troopers. And the state troopers interacted with me, and they criminally trespassed me. Interesting thing at the moment is they're trying to deny that they were criminally trespassing me. But if you watch the video, you will hear on the record, if I didn't leave, what would you do? I would be charged with defiant trespass, which is a felony. So they're criminalizing me. And I was asking them, what crime did I commit to be removed here? Well, you're not allowed to be here. What? It's a public, public school board meeting. Meets the criteria of time, place, manner. And I've got standing because I'm a... a a law-abiding citizen that pays taxes in this country. So I have standing. You can't silence my ability to speak. But anyway, they criminally trespassed me. And we went outside and had a conversation and informed them of their violation of their oath and deprivation of rights under color of law and blah, blah, blah. And unfortunately, the law enforcement and the school board and the school superintendent are doubling down. And um, a friend of mine who is in law enforcement made an interesting statement Relative to about citizens, just John Q. citizen, not public servants, and his statement was, oftentimes the covering up of a crime 
winds up being more criminal than the initial crime that they're attempting to cover up. Now I'm paraphrasing what he said. And that's what I'm involved in right now. The public servants had committed several crimes. Several. And what they're doing now is they're conspiring and they're committing additional crimes that are going to be more weighty than the initial crime of depriving of my ability to speak at a public meeting. And if you know anything about what I have been doing and teaching in the ebooks and the, the group that I run, I am one of the most reasonable people that you will encounter in the public square who is informed, empowered, equipped, and I have courage. Public servants don't have dominion over me. The only ability that they have dominion over me is when I break the law. When I was pulled over on the 14th of February, the state trooper activated his emergency lights to pull me over, and I had committed no infraction. And that conversation that transpired with him I informed him, am I detained or am I free to go? You are under an investigative detention. Oh, I said, oh, for what crime? He said, suspicious, you have a suspicious vehicle. Interesting. Is suspicion a misdemeanor or a felony? And it's neither. So when he had de- detained me unlawfully, I was falsely imprisoned. I couldn't leave because if I left, They would have perpetrated violence against me, put me in pain compliance devices, and put me in the back of a car and kidnapped me. So when you tell me I'm detained, I'm not free to go. So you must have some probable cause to support this detainment. No probable cause, detainment unwarranted, invalid, and unlawful. Now, officer, you have broken the law and you are no longer protected by qualified immunity. Everything I'm just speaking to you is I own these words. I know the Supreme Court precedent behind these because I know what I need to do to interact with the law enforcement. And they unlawfully established dominion over me. I did it in love. I did it in respect. And when the officer was asking me questions, I said, respectfully, sir, I have no obligation to assist you in your investigation of me. Go continue your investigation. I'm not here to aid you. And he asked me a question, and I go, continue your investigation. He asks me another question, continue your investigation. And unfortunately, law enforcement don't encounter equipped, empowered, educated citizens. They are used to people voluntarily surrendering to their domination over citizens based upon threats, based upon intimidation based upon coercion, based upon putting, being put in duress. And our country is a litter box filled with cat feces of people that have voluntarily surrendered. I'm sorry, that was really gross, and I didn't mean to do that. That was, that was a completely inappropriate metaphor. I apologize for that. How do I put the toothpaste back in that tube? You don't. But that's kind of... It's a disgusting metaphor, but when I am out in the public square and I am behaving in a way of standing on my rights and you are, you are, you're hit with these arrows from afar 
of people saying, just give them your name. Just tell them where you live. And I'm like, you do you. You do you. If you want to surrender dominion to these people and authority, that's up to you. If you're going to ask me to get in a rail car heading to Buchenwald, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to bend my neck. And that sounds that like I'm not complying with Romans 13 of the authority. And I'm like, you're right, because you have misunderstanding of the biblical calling for the relationship of authority within where we reside. I stand under a higher law, a higher law. I'm not going to aggress against people. I'm not going to do that. But I have a right to stand on what is righteous and true based upon the design and principles of the Creator. And that's the world I live in. And I say we're all wicked, myself included. And I I present myself and say, this is who I am to my friends and hold me accountable to the man that I claim to be. And yeah, in the general square, in the public square, I look like a freak because everybody has been conditioned to respect that authority. Don't misunderstand me. I respect the importance of those that have chosen to take that profession in authority, in public service. I understand the need for rule of law. And I I love those that have made that choice to do that and do it honorably in honor of their oath and are loving to the citizens with an honor integrity. But when they do things that in in a manner are a violation of their oaths to our constitutional rights, they're acting in their private person capacity And I just give him the ability to say, whoa, you stepped out of your lane, man. One man to another doesn't do this. You don't walk up to another man and you threaten him. You don't walk up to another man and you falsely imprison him. And I stand as a free man. Yes, it looks bizarre. And I try to inform those people that try to establish dominion over me. And if they're unwilling to hear... I can't make them here. I can teach, but I can't make people learn. And if I get to the point where it's exhaustive, that I've encountered somebody that is completely unreasonable, they have no ability to pierce their morality or their ethics, there's no sense of entering into a debate. They're going to do what they're going to do. And as I said in my previous broadcast, justice is not mine. I don't seek justice. I just take the entire situation and I put it before the laws of man and allow the process to determine what justice is. Maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. Depends upon how bad this system has gotten. But if I do what the Supreme Court has told me to do and I do things in accordance with the codes, statutes, and laws protected by the Constitution, and I don't get the justice that I'm looking immediately, that's okay. I'm not going to win the debate on the sidewalk with the trooper that is unlawfully trespassing me. I'm putting myself in in the potentially that I'm triggering his contempt of his authority and he's going to aggress upon me. Why would I want to trigger him to do that? I don't know what his mental faculties are. So disengage from the debate. And I walked away. And I'll allow the justice system to do its part with the unlawful superintendent 
with the unlawful school board members, with the unlawful county detectives, with the unlawful DA, with the unlawful solicitor, and the list is growing. And I'll let the justice system do what it does. I'll present my information to the judge and, well, actually, I'm not going to do that quite yet because I'm going to give these people the ability to stop and repent and I'll meet them part way. But if you're not going to repent, I can't make you repent. Dig your heels in. Not a problem. I'm just showing to the court and I'm showing to the world I'm willing to be reasonable. I've been reasonable every step of the way. And when I've reached the point of you, of the public servants being unreasonable, that's what our legal system is for. And I'll march them into Article Three court and we'll put it before a judge and jury. And we'll let the common man say who is more reasonable. Again, do I trust man? Do I trust the system? A couple times yes, a couple times no. We'll see how it folds out, unfolds. So I want to, I, again, I apologize for my gross metaphor, and that was irresponsible, and I apologize. I hope you for, forgive me for that, because that was not me, a projection of humans being cat feces. That was not my intention at all. But anyway, I invite you to continue listening to these broadcasts. Feel free to comment back when I go, go a little too astray like I just did. I, I deserve a rebuke for that. And and I need I, I would benefit from feedback. I invite you to to connect to the social channels or, or um even start taking a look at the, the stuff that I put out on my links and my liner notes for you to get a little bit more familiar. I I just may at some point open up some additional social channels where I, I communicate pe- with people. I don't do a lot of public posting. Um, but I do a lot of communication through the, the back-end channels through DM. So thanks for coming. If you like the broadcast, I invite you to share it with others who might resonate with the musings of modern Babylon and cultural contrarian. Take care and have a blessed day. See ya. <laughs>